Work started as usual on her 20th birthday, 17th of November. It had been raining on and off since the afternoon and pouring since early evening. At five o'clock, the manager gathered the employees together to explain the day's specials. Servers were required to memorize them word for word and not use crib sheets. Vio Milanese, pasta topped with sardines and cabbage, chestnut mousse. Sometimes the manager would play the role of a customer and test them with questions. Then came the employee's meal. Waiters in this restaurant were not going to have growling stomachs as they took their customers' orders. So that was a short extract from Murakami's Birthday Girl. Which is the book that we will be... Re- it's a short story, but it's in book form, which we will be reviewing on episode five of the Book Boys podcast. I'm Eloa, and I'm with my co-host... Max. And uh, yeah, as he said, we're going to be analyzing this very short story yeah. in today's podcast. So I doubt it'll be very long. Exactly. Um, but I would just quickly like to point out that while we're recording this, it is indeed raining outside, as oof. it was in what you just read. Yeah, perfect... Uh, environment for recording a podcast right we're back in the studio (laughs) get excited so um this is a very short story as uh, mentioned before yeah by murakami an author that i've read uh, a book before but max is discovering here yeah i'm a virgin to murakami this is however this is the second japanese author that we're reviewing in this podcast i think maybe next episode we'll uh try to change it up a little maybe with some uh, tolstoy but we'll see um um, so this is a very short story about a girl... Um, a waitress at a restaurant. Exactly. It's her 20th birthday. Oh, and this book, um, I think it was released for um, Murakami's birthday? Yeah, I believe it was... I think it's his 77th birthday. Ooh, I think it's 70th. Maybe we should check that out. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Maybe uh, look through the book. Yeah. But, um, so this is the girl's 20th birthday, which is not a coincidence, I think, because, you know... It's his birthday as well, so he's releasing this. I've also read that um, he uh, he has a collection of short stories on birthdays, mm-hmm. um, and maybe we could read another one uh, later on yeah. in the I also think like, uh, maybe taking uh, several short stories that kind of have a common theme. Exactly. I also saw like this uh, Japanese author uh, collection of short stories, which had uh, Kobo Abe from The Woman Ooh. in the Dunes. Oh, that'd be interesting. So apparently that. he's like a renowned... Uh, Japanese writer, but yeah, so short stories, I think is a very good thing. Yeah, we found one podcast. by um, Kafka, yeah. which we might read for next week because it seems very short and yeah. it's it's quite practical for the podcast because yeah. we don't have uh, to spend a couple of weeks not doing books. Yeah, exactly. Rather than a short story. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, it a book that's like two hundred pages plus will take us two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, and then having we only re- yeah we only yeah, record once every two weeks, but maybe we can do like. Uh, we can try on a weekly basis doing a short story in, yeah. every, in them two weeks. Maybe at least for these two weeks because we've already found those stories. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so this girl, um, so there's a whole mystery in the story where the owner is completely unknown from the... The owner of the restaurant. From the is, workers yeah. there, yeah. And um, the manager every day brings him a dinner of chicken. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's always chicken. And it's always the yeah. manager. And no one's ever met him. And at one point, the, um, on one day, on her 20th birthday, the manager falls sick, and she has to bring the chicken. And um, I clearly remember the manager saying, uh, as soon as you knock on the door, leave. But she doesn't do that, and yeah. stays, and meets the, the owner. She even uh, asks, like, can I come inside and bring you the food? Yeah. And, and I think that's he, her curiosity getting the better of her in that situation. Exactly. And he acts very weird by um, saying, if you want, for example, he, he doesn't have his own opinion in things. Yeah. 
And when he finds out that it's her 20th birthday, he asks her if she would like to make a wish. Um, which she's unsure about because it's kind of a weird request. Yeah. And in the end, she does one. And the story concludes with um, her having a discussion with another, with another woman a long time later when she's married and has children and explaining what happened. Yeah. But we never learn her wish. Yeah, so I think a, a good point of discussion is what what was her wish? Because we, we kind of, when we, we talked about the book a little bit, but so what are your theories on that exactly? Um, well, it's very, um, it's left very vague and I think on purpose. Yeah, well, I, I we, we, we were talking about it before and we kind of came to the conclusion that the point of this story is to keep the audience kind of guessing and maybe fantasizing themselves yeah, about what like, the wish was or maybe put us also in the feet of the, uh, like in the shoes not yeah. the feet, <laughs> in the shoes of the woman like what would we do in the yeah. situation okay that's a good one yeah. exactly and she says to the woman who's interviewing her at the end she says that's because you've already made your wish even though uh she hasn't really made a wish yeah so it's quite a mysterious conclusion to the story and um we had different theories um i think you had one about her wishing that she could give wishes yeah, because um, doesn't she at the very end when she's talking to this... Well, it kind of cuts abruptly to that. She has quite a similar tone to the owner at the end. Yeah. There's a class next door yeah. if you're hearing any background <laughs> sounds. Uh, the studio's not uh, completely soundproof yet. Yeah, yeah, we're working yeah. on that. <laughs> we're getting the construction team in. Uh, okay, I can't find it here, but I think she says, what would you... Oh, here. But you had better think about it very carefully my lovely young fairy, because I can grant you only one. See, that sounds a lot like the owner's but that's, um, that's, dialect. Uh, that's the girl saying it to... to yeah, to so maybe she, she's, in a way she's carrying on the wishes of the, the yeah. old man. So that's where my theory of she wished that she could grant wishes came from. Yeah. Which, I mean, when she says her wish, which obviously we don't hear, uh, the man is like, oh, you don't want these like superficial things of like being prettier or being richer. And she yeah. says, I, I think she said, I would want those things. But I wouldn't know how, how to act once yeah. I've got them or something like that. Yeah. Something very then, I mean, Japanese, I feel. Yeah. But then would she know how to act if she got the power to give people wishes? Well, maybe she just wanted to give rather than receive a, a wish Yeah. in a way. Um, but he does say as well, um, be careful not to live your life in the shadows. Yeah. He says... Yeah, he says something like, I hope so, your life isn't covered with dark shadows or something like that. We yeah. should really have bookmarks for these types I of things. I think so, too. Which, yeah, Max's <laughs> mother kindly uh, made us a bookmark. I, uh, I thank her very much because yeah. it's, it's super nice. Um, I was thinking, my um, main theory was that she made a wish, for example, to live a long and prosperous life. Because she says, um, he says, well, I mean, the, the interviewing woman at the end says, Do you, did your wish come true? And yeah. she says... I won't know in the until I get yeah. into the long run. And then she's like, so you can only know at the very end, that yeah. type of thing. And she says, now I have a, a, a husband and, and children. And so maybe that was her wish to, to have a good life. And maybe, or I was also thinking maybe never spend her 20th birthday alone again. Okay. Because it seems like is she... This, is this on her, well, you mean her birthday? Yeah. Because you said never like, spend her 20th uh, birthday. Not like yeah, just yeah, yeah. 20th. I mean, just birthday in yeah. general. Because she seems... It's quite a gloomy uh, birthday in the end. Because she's supposed not to work. And she has a, someone to replace her. But then that person gets sick and she has to go to the restaurant anyway. Mm -hmm. But she seems okay with it. She says, oh, I didn't have anything better to do anyway. Yeah, she says I would have just like stayed home and done nothing. Because she just broke up with exactly. her boyfriend. Exactly. So yeah, it, the wish could just be like either that or just 
a good life. Yeah. That type of thing. Which would be a reasonable wish, considering she seems quite like the down-to-earth person. Yeah. Very, doesn't have much needs of her own. She lives alone. Mm-hmm. But we should also consider the possibility that... Um, that this man cannot grant wishes at all. I mean, why do we make that assumption? You exactly. Know? He's just a like. It doesn't seem at all. She describes him as an old man, and he's he's just up in this like hotel room type of thing yeah. the whole time with his hotel, uh, his restaurant downstairs. But then I was thinking as well, why would the manager keep him secluded? Why like this? does the manager go there for fifteen minutes every single day? Exactly. And why does he stay there for and, fifteen minutes? And the owner doesn't seem like he, like, doesn't want to meet anyone because clearly he greets the woman and tells her to come in. So maybe the manager is the one keeping him apart from everyone because he knows he has his gift. So he's like, I'm the one going to get the wishes every yeah. day. But would he really be able to get a wish every single time? Or because just the girl, once? Yeah, the girl like, does say... I can say, only give it to you once and yeah, things like that. Yeah. The girl does say um, she felt no urge to return there ever again. So maybe after you've had one wish, you don't You're return. Satisfied. Yeah. But maybe the manager doesn't meet the owner as well. That's why he says, knock on the, the door and leave. The manager doesn't go in. Maybe the manager has oh. strict instructions not to get a wish, maybe. Or maybe he, the first time he did it, he got his wish. Maybe when he was 20, he was the guy who gave it, and then later on, he became the manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the manager is described as being very lazy, or not lazy, but like he, he doesn't do a lot, you know. He, he seems like the basic manager yeah, guy. So like so he like he talks works, to the guests and, and, and does things like that. So maybe his wish was like, I want to work here. For the rest of my life. Yeah, something like that. But he does say that the manager, yeah, the manager is never sick apart from this one day on the 20th birthday of the woman, yeah. which is quite a crazy coincidence. Right yeah. on her 20th birthday when she wasn't supposed to be working there, but then she ends up yeah. going there anyway. Well, it is a story after all. But there are crazy theories that can uh, arise from this short yeah, story. but there's not a lot of evidence to support those exactly. theories, I feel. I mean, the the part, of course, where she talks to this other woman at the end, a lot can be taken from that, and she seems to now have the power to grant wishes. Yeah. So whether that was her wish or whether that just happens after you've been granted a wish, yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe it's the quite, old man died after he yeah. granted this wish. It's very open to interpretation. Yeah. But another interesting aspect that I found interesting was the uh, the setting of the whole place. Okay. Because first of all, he the Murakami is uh, describes quite a bit, like the whole restaurant environment and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But he also adds up the um, the whole the climate. So he says it was a really dark and rainy night. So there were much much yeah. much less clients than usual days because this is quite a high and restaurant yeah but no one was there so this this really sets the mood i feel like in the beginning of the story for quite um yeah, he, he uses a lot of situation. things like that oh this is what i wanted to say uh so the girl who, sh- who was supposed to work this is probably not true and very probably very unrelated but she had a fever of 104 oh i did notice that and then later on also the number of the room is 604 yeah and so, again there's like if you have a fever of this so I thought that was something interesting, and I even went it's as far as to relate it to uh, Fever 103, 103 yeah. by uh, Sylvia Plath. Yeah, it's a I, poem that we've I read mean, in English. Yeah, that might just be because we've read it in English. I was like, I, I hope this is Me too. I was thinking that, of that too. I thought it was very interesting. I don't think it's a coincidence that he used 04 at the end both times. Yeah. I don't know what it means. Maybe it's like um, a symbolic number that he, he knows, or maybe it's just... Or it's maybe because... Wasn't this translated enough? Yeah, but he wouldn't know that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, okay. I don't think, but yeah, it's definitely a, a another path to explore. 
There are so many different uh, openings. Oh, here, look. Originally appeared in English Harps in 2003 and was first published by the Harville Press in 2004 in the short story collection Birthday Stories. So maybe that's it, maybe 04. But again, I mean... We'd have to talk to the author himself to know for sure, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think uh, this was a very interesting story. It's also read very quick. So Yeah, I mean, it does have, what, like 40... 42 pages, but it's really big letters and the pages are very small. Yeah, the book itself, I've never read a book like this. It's very... It's, uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's really, it's, like, it's so easy to kind of keep track exactly. of. Exactly. It's like a kid's book, but for adults. Yeah. And it's, if you have, like, a page, like, usually a page is, like, twice the size and half the font size. Exactly. And sometimes I feel like, oh, where was I? Or yeah, I lose when you get tired as well, your eyes start... Yeah. Um, and this way it was focus. also easier to just, you finish a page and then you put, put in your bookmark yeah. rather than having to stop somewhere and then trying to remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, for, for beginning readers, beginners, yeah. um, it's a very easy book to read. So I'd recommend this by far. Yeah. Um, and the story is, I thought the story would be very, like, not, not in depth, but it really, it has a yeah, lot to it. Yeah, I think with it. a short story, you either go for... Uh, surface level but a lot like a bigger story or, or you really dive into two or three moments which is what happens in this book yeah uh, and I think you had a quote by Murakami about uh, short stories you said something oh like, yeah um, yeah so my brother sent me a message uh, I if I can I'll I'll play it like now he he describes writing books as running marathons and writing short stories as just going for a fun run which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, it really. Uh, yeah, when my brother said that to me, I was also like, "Whoa, that's yeah. good. we should use that in the podcast." It's yeah. a good. Uh, it's a good line. Yeah, um, and I feel like it really reflects that. I feel like Murakami must have definitely enjoyed this uh, writing this short story because you can really tell that the it's it's quite his, similar to his writing, except he tries to explore different concepts yeah. more in depth, which you can't really do in a longer book because you have to keep the flow going. But here, you can just write up whatever he wants. Yeah. There's um, also less pressure on it. It's like, oh, it's a short story. Yeah, and it's part um, of a collection. It's like, oh, Murakami published a new novel. Exactly. You know, it's that type of thing. Exactly. And I think, speaking of Murakami novels, you're going to start reading yeah. Norwegian Wood. I just finished chapter one. And what do you think so far? Uh, I definitely see the similarities in the style between this and that. Yeah. Um, well, story that so far, I mean, I was intrigued. Yeah, it's very... Uh, I I've read it. I reading, yeah. Um, I've noticed that every time I talk about Murakami or just in general, like, my specific taste in book, this book comes up. Yeah. So it's, it, I feel like it very much applies to us both in the way that it's very focused on our, our, our tastes. Yeah. We really like it. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely make a future podcast on it because it's such a yeah. good book. Maybe yeah. with um, someone who's read it because yeah. I know a bunch of people who've yeah, read we, it. Yeah, there's a, there's a few people now who we would, like, give them books and who re- who've read them, who are which are books that we want to review at some point. Exactly. So maybe we can have uh, just people who've read the books on the podcast. We've talked about that before, but I think that'd be nice. Yeah, especially Norwegian Wood. It's such a, a global phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Having books that either are so well known that a lot of people will have read it, or are new enough that people can go and get it and read it now. Yeah, exactly. I think th- those are kind of the categories to choose from, for us. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think we'll probably do another one this week because, yeah, we, because missed we missed so much. Yeah. Yeah, and we even wanted to record uh, last weekend or last Friday, but we just didn't get the time. Yeah. Um, it's always difficult to. Uh, yeah. Sit down, but. But so we might do the the Franz Kafka short story. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I think we've we've read Franz Kafka in English, mm-hmm. or at least a graphic novel version of it, 
which I liked a yeah, lot. I think I cover. I also did something with him in Dutch, like in a couple of years ago. But I don't exactly remember what that was. But I've he- I've heard about him. It's in Dutch. always very interesting. With yeah. the and it's it's a follow up as well to the Woman in the Dunes, who uh, we said was a Kafka esque. Yeah. Book, <laughs> but it's also well, we didn't. Well, you said it. I said it, it without knowing. It. Okay, that okay, okay. I yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's quite a an iconic author. Yeah. That w- someone has to read, like people have to read in their lives, yeah. um, and I feel like this would be a good moment to start, especially how short the story is. Yeah, it all gives a nice taste. But if it's if it's too short, which it very well might be, then uh, we'll talk about other things, like maybe in this podcast. Yeah, because we're basically done with birthday girl now that we've yeah. explored the short the shorter book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like we've done most of it. Yeah, that was good. Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you probably later this week. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I, f- I, f- I think we've uh, gotten our first Twitter follower. Really? Yeah, I've checked and uh, oh, wow, that's great. it's someone we know. So oh my God. I hope they recognize themselves right now. I hope so too. All right. Well, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.